Welcome to the Appalachian Baptist Network. We seek to equip, encourage, and engage pastors and church leaders in the Appalachian region. We focus on having conversations on church revitalization in the mountains and beyond. Your hosts are Matthew Jacobs, Brent Snyder, Jacob Gwynn, and Travis Tyler. Welcome back to the Appalachian Baptist Network. I have a special guest here with me today, just the two of us, Mubasher, who has his own podcast called The Gospel in the Quran. So tell us about that ministry, brother. Uh, this is uh, the uh, ministry that we are trying to uh, give the common sense understanding of the gospel to our Muslim friends. As you heard that in the, in the Quran, there's a lot of uh, words similar to the gospel, like the Jesus is the word of God. They call it Kalmatullah. Mm-hmm. Same thing. This Jesus is the spirit of God, you know, and they call it spirit, the Ruhullah, the spirit of God, you know, same thing. And uh, in the same way, they call Jesus the Messiah. They call Jesus is the sign of resurrection, you know, like there's a verses. And then there's... There's a lot of uh, Jesus' uh, accounts, and Jesus is mentioned more than any other prophet in the Quran. So we are bringing the why, why it's mentioned. Who is Jesus? Really, what does it mean? Especially when he borns, it's Christmas, right? So like uh, if you read chapter number 3, and if you read uh, from 20 to 50, you you will find a lot of um, amazing context about the birth of Jesus, and you will get uh, amazed by knowing that. Hey, wait a minute! Like the same kind of theme we have in the in the Bible, like in the Old Testament, it's all foretold stories about Jesus. Jesus is coming, and Savior is coming. The Christ is coming, right? In in the New Testament, we have Jesus and a very amazing birth and his ministry and death and resurrection, and then coming back again. So. So this is the same picture you will see in these 2023 uh, verses. So that's the thing that we are trying to make common sense for Muslim friends to know that Jesus is the Lord and Savior. Well, you know, that's an interesting phrase you use there with Muslim friends. Now, they don't, the listeners don't know a lot about you. I know you. We're friends. And um, I'm just going to share with them quickly. You, you're from Pakistan. Yes. And you were in Pakistan. For those of you who may not know a lot about Pakistan, is it was founded as a Muslim nation. Yes, it is. And so, what, 1940, when was it? 1947. 1947. Used to be India, right? Yes. And I guess people woke up in 1947 the next day. Yeah. Pakistanians, right? Is <laughs> that right? Is it Pakistani? Yeah, my grandmother had a lot of stories about that. Yeah. Was she a Christian as well, or was she? Yeah, she, uh, even my great-grandparents uh, were Christians as well. Now, you've told me and shared with me that in Pakistan, uh, Christians face persecution. Yes. It's not like the beheading of Christian persecution necessarily we see in the Middle East, but it's not a comfortable atmosphere for Christians in Pakistan, right? Uh, That's true. Like, uh, nobody is uh, just uh, walking in the the street and grabbing your collar and telling that, hey, you are Christian and I want to kill. But uh, in the same way, we have... uh, uh, discrimination every day. That, right. That's one of the kind of persecution every day. Uh, like if from the the day that you walk out from your home, you are facing it. Mm-hmm. And on the other hand, we have uh, people mobs. They come, uh, uh, recently, we had a uh, another event happen in a new, new uh, Norway. 
In Norway, somebody burned the Quran, right? Mm. And a lot of Muslims came to me and they said, hey, what kind of Christianity you are preaching that you, you guys are, are burning the Quran? And that's a common sense. They, they, they were not using it because first they did not know who burned the Quran, what he, what he was believing, you know, what, what, he, what was the faith of that person first. Second, uh, they, they are talking to me, Pakistani person, who is in the persecution situation. I said, well, I'm sorry what it happened, but Bible does not teach us. And if he's a Christian, I don't know who he is who he was actually and uh, if he was a Christian then he's de denying his faith right away by burning the Quran. Yeah. Second I said by the way we have another event happen in like every year our church got burned, Bibles got burned, uh, people got died yeah. in the in the Pakistan what about them right. and I sent them the pictures and then they said oh no we don't teach it and I like I said brother I am not telling you, but Quran tells something different what you are telling me. So yeah, I mean, of course, there's radicals in every nation and in every group. And so, yes, but, but uh, I I don't take it as a radical. Uh, what you are, are you radical? I take it from your foundations. Foundations mean like the gospel. That's my foundation. Right. So if does it teach me or not? Right. So that's my. That's good. So you, uh, your your own testimony, you were, you kind of got to a point where you were struggling. Is Christianity true? Is Islam true? And you, you did some research back and forth, and you came to the conclusion that Jesus was truly sufficient, right? Yeah, that's true. That's where you landed, and and now your ministry is to reach those. I guess maybe that were in a similar position as you were, trying to sort of sort out. Is the Quran true? Is should I give my life to Islam? I mean, you were offered some pretty good deals, right? Yeah, to, yeah. to come in and be a yeah. Muslim. Tell yeah. us about that a little bit. Yeah. Uh, so as I said, like the discrimination and persecution you see from your what, the way that you walk out from your home. Uh, I was. I will not. I will not mention that story. Those stories. But I will talk about uh, my days in the college. My friend told me that. Hey, look that you are in. In a in a for, uh, in a class where like all students are Muslims and you are the only one a Christian and like you are smart and you are something like and they were telling me that you should have why you are still believing in the in the Christianity um, being smart you should have to walk away you believe Jesus is Son of God that's not good idea your Bible is changed Trinity is three God and stuff like that even today a Muslim was talking to me and he said. Do you believe Trinity? I said, yes, I do believe in a Trinity. And he said, okay, all Muslims, uh, all Christians believe in three gods. I said, how come? Please tell me. Show me the reference. Any Christian who tells you that we believe in three, three gods and they were out of, I mean, that guy was out of mind. He did not know that. Yeah. But he was talking about just what he listened. This is the same thing my friends were doing in, in, the, in the college. And um, I got the offer, if you will become a Muslim, then we will give you a lot. And this is a common stuff. In, in, uh, You're going to get some serious street credit, right? Yes, you, yes. You will get a job. We'll hook you up. Yeah, yeah. We'll make you, we'll get your family. Yeah. yeah. Just come over, right? Yeah, that's that whole thing happened, you know. And then uh, what happened? I got to back home. I find my sister was reading some book and then... 
I asked her, uh, that was like a universal religion among Islam, that was Islam was telling that, hey, you guys are all not working, I am the only one, I, uh, I can only fix this world and stuff like that, in that book. So, finally, I, I asked, hey, can I read this book to, to my sister? And she said, yeah, I'm not interested in it. So, I got to read and from there, I was pretty exposed about Christianity, I was pretty exposed about Islam, and on that way, I got to read the Gospel of John. And from Gospel of John, I, when I was reading it, uh, I read that before, but it was not for that. Uh, to I am going to leave Christianity or want to accept it or what, what. So that was really amazing that I was reading for, for keeping my faith or walking away. But uh, when I was reading the Gospel of John, everything was amazing when I came to cross John 14, 6, when Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No one comes to Father except through me. That was like a big... That got you, huh? Yeah, that got me. And then from there, I said, I will give to, to my life, Jesus. And I said to Father, why you brought this? All my Muslim friends were bothering me oh. and all offers and everything, you know. And, and why you did it? And I was praying and like, why, why did it happen? So the answer was that because I was preparing you to go to back to your college to let your friends know I am the way to the life. So you're like Paul for the Muslims. Uh, thank you. <laughs> oh, the Apostle like, Paul. Yeah, right? That's, that's good. Well, uh, yeah, let, humble. let me ask you this. So a lot of our listeners are here in the mountains of Appalachia. We're somewhat insulated from a lot of Muslim communities and interactions with Muslims. I would say there's a few who maybe have worked in big cities, come back or whatever. But uh, one question that may be looming in some of our listeners' minds might be, uh, I live here in the mountains, I'm far away from Pakistan, I'm far away from the Middle East. Uh, why should I care about Muslims? I'm kind of scared of them anyway because of the terrorist attacks. Right. And, you know, I, I saw the planes crash into the trade towers and, mm -hmm. Are they all that way? And so why don't we just talk about maybe some myths about Muslims that are, you know, to try to help our folks get over the fear, and then why we should care about Muslims. Yeah, there's a bunch of uh, stuff that uh, I want to talk. First of all, like, first point is that our God is uh, God who cares the nations. And uh, and then the, the, the first promise that he built with Abraham that was promised that I will prosper or I will bless the nations through you. And when Jesus came, that promise fulfilled. And then Jesus made us or his disciple the reason for the blessings for the nation. So, no, today is here for that purpose. The, the, the existence, there's a lot of reasons for the church to exist in this that why church is here but one of the reason is that to bless the nations and amazingly uh, you can see in the whole world there is not a single organization like church so funded and supported the whole world like it's amazing so that's that's the first reason second oh, we we follow Jesus and he his heart is compassionate he is like a doctor who see always uh, sickness around him, or like uh, sick people around him, and he always got compassion for them. Like uh, in the Mark, one day I was reading the Gospel of Mark, and I saw big 
crowd was I, I was reading a big crowd was coming to Jesus and he saw them and and saw them as without a shepherd lonely discouraged you know like all that kind of stuff was there and as you see Muslims they have the same kind of thing they have a shame on their stuff they are like uh, they don't know the truth they are uh, injured they are a lot of you can say the social life it's it's not working there, that social life for them a lot of Muslims are discouraged and even they cannot talk if they have questions they cannot talk to their Islam, uh, religious clergies because they will say are you doubting and there's a lot more there's more Muslims right now in Middle East they are just leaving Islam and they are not telling anybody. Some are becoming the atheists. Some are becoming Christians. Some are just telling them that we are nobody. So their hearts leaving Le before they're physically leaving. Yeah, yeah. So like they are just discouraged. So that way, when Jesus saw them, he became compassionate. Right. And he wants us to be compassionate to them. In third thing, like in the in the Quran, chapter number ten, verse number uh, sixty-four or ninety-two. Uh, I forgot the number, but a chapter it's called the chapter Yunus. So in that chapter, uh, Quran encouraged to Muslims: If you don't understand what we have given to you in the Quran, go back to those are reading the scripture. So Quran is literally telling them, "We know everything. If you need any guidance, go to the to the Christians." You know. So there, here we go. Like this is this is the reasons. And uh, we are the ambassadors, you know, recon uh, reconciliation. That's another job that we have as ambassador. We are here for reconciliation. And they are also the lost people as other. So they need reconciliation with their own father as we do. We don't need to see a Muslim that we meet here as some kind of a terrorist monster in what you're saying. Well, you, you need to see them as a human being, right? Yeah. Yeah, they are not like a kind of genie or something like that you know yeah. or right away they have something they are really good people they're like like us you know they love joking they love right. talk they love social life and they, they have uh, their own lives and families and and uh, some have uh, yeah we can see like some got some really radical ideas as we do have here as well Let's talk about this. You had mentioned to me earlier before we started recording, uh, the number of mosques in the United States is growing, right? Yeah. You said in 1990, how many did we have here in the U.S.? Yeah, the exact uh, number of the year, I, uh, I'm missing it. Roughly 90 years. But it, so. Yeah, but it was like around 1990, uh, before this century started, uh, we had uh, 100. And now? Now we have uh, 2,100. And then we see uh, Deerberg, Michigan, of course, is really predominantly Muslim now. Yes, isn't it? yes. Um, and this is kind of a, a trend that is continuing. Yes. Uh, so we're there is, you maybe you don't know a Muslim yet. Yeah. But there's a good percentage chance you yeah. will you will know one before you die, right? Yeah, actually, uh, there are if we don't have in this county uh, a lot of uh, population. Maybe in a few years. Yeah, a few we'll, years, they'll move in, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, now, since we're talking about this and meeting a Muslim, um, let's talk about maybe some do's and don'ts. Say I'm a believer or I'm a pastor, mm -hmm. and uh, I have met a Muslim friend here, and we're 
What are some like do's and don'ts with our Muslim friends? Well, there's a lot. Uh, uh, I do teach about like uh, almost an hour about that. All stuff. right, we'll just wrap it. You're, we got about probably ten minutes, so you're going to have to <laughs> yeah. make it short. Give us yeah. the give us the Cliff Notes version. Right. It's uh, my topic is about the uh, East meets West. Okay. So so there's uh, uh, for gender wise first like. If you are a girl, you should have to talk to Muslim girl. So if it's a couple and you're a man, you yeah. should address the husband. Yes. But if it's your wife, she should address the wife. She shouldn't yeah. address the husband. Yes. And don't do the text messages to each other. To, to, Husbands to, uh, don't text wives. Yeah, and wives male don't. don't text to the female and female. It's like That's a pretty good principle yeah, even in Christianity. Yeah, right? so, yeah. It's but, really... Because... Uh, up there, they will take it really wrong because the picture about America for Easterns is this like it's like everyone like live like a holy world yeah. lifestyle. So oh, I see. So that's really really uh, yeah. alarming. Don't uh, do the religious joke around them. Okay, they do yeah. like humor though. Yeah, they like humor, yeah. but don't uh, mess with the uh, prophets. Don't mess with the. Uh, yeah, don't the, make a joke about uh, Allah or any of that. Bible and, and even Bible or the or the Quran yeah. or don't make a joke about Muhammad. Yes. Right. Just kind of stick to. Yeah. Don't uh, wear inappropriate clothes. You know, like maybe uh, make fun of yourself. That'd be fun, right? Yeah, make fun of yourself. <laughs> yeah. So that's good. Uh, if they are coming at your home, you are uh, you have invited them. Uh, make halal food. What is halal? It's yes, like a, what is halal? Tell yeah. us all about halal food. <laughs> this uh, this is like uh, the way that Muslim uh, cut the uh, animal and uh, slaughter the animal, and they do some prayers about that, and then they, they think that this is halal. There's a funny and, story, but I'm and no that. pork, right? Uh, no pork. So no no sausage. sausage biscuits. No sausage gravy. No, no, no. No bacon. No bacon. No bacon pancakes. Yes, you know what? What happened? Two um, two, mo two months back, I was in Virginia, and uh, I was in a Pakistani hotel. Yeah. A restaurant, uh, motel actually, motel. So in the morning, I woke up and there was a gravy, and the the uh, guy who was a chef, he was from Pakistan, and he is uh, he spoke uh, my my language, and we got to talk last night and like in the morning I'm here and I saw gravy and I was going to get some and he saw me there he was standing there he said no 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 it's not for you <laughs> not halal it was not halal it was sausage gravy he made it huh? yeah he made now, it now just to be clear so halal is it, you want the butcher to say some kind of prayer as he's carving a, a clean animal. Yes. So, clean. you know, that means no catfish either, right? No, no. Cat, no. So it's got to be Old Testament clean, right? That's uh, what they're going yes, by? Yes. Pretty much? Pretty much same, but like yeah. uh, we don't eat uh, in uh, camels in the Old Testament and they eat. Oh, they do eat camels? Yes. What does camel taste like? Uh, I don't know. You never had it? <laughs> it's smelly. <I> <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry, but like... <laughs> I eh, well, I didn't like it. So, but don't uh, put your bi a Bible around your feet. Uh, don't or on put, the floor, right? Yeah, on the floor. Uh, yeah. Uh, don't put your feet on the desk uh, because if around, also around the Bibles, you know. Books. If you're invited into a Muslim's home, should you take your shoes off before you go in? Uh, uh, so, uh, it's 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 depend upon what they are wants, you know. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Because so, Americans wear their shoes everywhere. Yeah. Have you noticed that? I'm like, I have Everywhere. Known. Yeah, I understand. But <laughs> don't go, if you go to mosque or try to... Uh, well, that's why I was asking. I see them take their shoes off for yes, prayers. prayers. So, so I'm talking about mosques, so please... Yeah, if you go to a mosque, mosque. take your shoes off yes. before you enter. Yeah. So do they think it's strange we wear our shoes in the church? Yeah, they do. They yeah. think that, like, why you do that? That's a holy thing, that, you know? Uh, we Could do you have imagine the pile of shoes, 200 people's shoes out front? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. in, in Pakistan, in, in the church, we don't wear the shoes as well. Yeah, okay. And we don't put the Bible on the floor. I don't know. Maybe it would help with flu season if we didn't wear our shoes in. Who knows? <laughs> All right. What's another What's another quick tip here? Um, I think... Uh, Dress, clothing? Yeah. Uh, wear very good clothes when you go there. Modest. Jeans, modest jeans and shirt. Mm. That's really uh, that's I think that will go. Even it's it's hard. What would what would be uh, conf- what would be offensive clothing to wear? You think? Oh, uh, so like uh, if man meets meets meeting, it's a man's only. Okay. Uh, like if it's a hard day in summer, you can wear the shower, and I believe they will do that and t-shirt. Uh, but uh, don't if, wear shorts. Yeah, uh, you can wear the shorts. Oh, okay. Uh, if it is men's, if only. it's men only. But if but if a woman is there, just pants. pants and t-shirt. Yeah. Like okay. <clears throat> what else we got? Any other tips there? Yeah, like uh, they are friends and take them as friends. Uh, please, uh, when you are uh, having a friendship with them, don't hesitate to talk about your religion, so because they think that their religion is important to them. Yeah. yeah bring it up and don't first. hesitate about. Yes. Don't tell. Don't. If you hesitate, what will they think? If you don't bring God up quickly, they will think that my God is important to me. Why my friend's God is not important to me? You don't want to send that message. Yes. So it's not like friendship evangelism. You want to bring up God and make that part of your regular discussion. And, and they are not get. They will be not getting offended about that. That's good. That's good. Okay, great. Well, those are some great tips. I think that uh, we're about out of time for this episode, but check him out. Uh, the Gospel in the Quran, we will link in the show notes over to his podcast and uh, tune in and learn more. Thank you so much for being with us on the Appalachian Baptist Network. You're welcome. And uh, anything else you want to say to our uh, listeners, if they want to find you online, is there anywhere else they can? they want to sign up for your newsletter or anything? Yeah, they can write uh, email from, I have an email, raham.19, raham19.21. You better spell that real slow. Okay. It's uh, raham, R-A-H-A-M, 1919, or dot, whatever, 21, gmail.com. Perfect. So, yeah, email me, and uh, if you want me to... At your church or in your community group, I would love to come. You have a passion for reaching Muslims and a passion for apologetics in general, right? Yes, yes. Defending the faith against yes. the other things, uh, other religions and, and other worldviews. We don't battle against flesh and blood. We battle against principalities of darkness. Yes. And they're, the Muslim people are really just people. That's they're, true. They're just, they're just caught in darkness, right, That's in some true. area. And so we want to be the light for Christ in them. Yeah. All right, thank you so much for, for helping us today. This was helpful for me. Hope it was helpful for all of our listeners. And do reach out to my good friend. Uh, when you do call him, uh, do know that uh, you can uh, call him Mubasher there, and he'll know that he you heard about him on the podcast. So. <laughs> all right, thank you, and have a, have a wonderful day. 
You have been listening to the Appalachian Baptist Network. Thanks for joining us. If you have a question or comment for our host, please send an email to Network at gmail.com or send us a voice message on our Anchor website page at anchor.fm slash Appalachian dash Baptist dash network. Join us again next Monday.